Okay, ready? Yeah, let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the Hen House. I'm Michaela. And I'm Emily. Emily, start our timer. Oh, got to start our timer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. We want to say welcome back to everybody. We're so happy to have you back listening to this other special episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to our past three podcasts. Like this. Yeah. It's awesome. Michaela, you have the stats. How many people have listened? Yeah. We think it's almost up to 130 listens. I don't even know 130 people. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So we're so thankful for you guys. You're back and you're engaging and you're listening. You're sharing with your friends. We honestly thought that it would just be family. Yeah. (laughs) Because we have a big family. Yeah. That would be listening. So, but thank you to all the random people. Yeah. You guys rock. And just a reminder to you guys, if you want to reach out with questions or comments, you can message us on Instagram at Ruach Farm. It's R-U-A-C-H-F-A-R-M. So at Ruach Farm on Instagram. Yeah, give it a Facebook. <laughs> and a reminder, if you want to subscribe to the podcast and rate it, it actually really helps us. Um, it just boosts our analytics and also helps other people find the podcast. So, um, yeah, it's super helpful if you do one of those. Oh, um, and uh, we're now available not just on Spotify, but Apple Music and Google Podcasts, yeah. right? So yeah. So that's kind of cool. We're on three platforms. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And today we have a very special guest, Kelly. Um, it's our first guest joining us. So well, I'm very privileged. Ke- yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you should I feel or it might go really poorly. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. And then maybe <laughs> we'll first and last guest. <laughs> 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 I met Kelly. Um, well, a couple of years ago, I think, yep. and just through the farming community, you knew Stefan's family. Right. So I knew Stefan. So I'm friends with Stefan's mom because yep. uh, Stefan's sister went to school with my son. Right. So and then I've met. So then I've met all the hools. Yes. And Lots then I think Lots we were introduced <laughs> through Esther when we started farming. Correct. And yeah, you've been over to help us with piglet births, give us pig shots, diagnose chicken illness, (laughs) (laughs) capture chickens. (laughs) Yeah. So everyone, welcome Kelly. Thank you, Kelly, so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm super excited about this. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when we start, you know, like the little hobby farmers and then it turns into much more than a hobby Mm -hmm. and then you're like branching out to all little things. Yep. So... It's really fun to see like you supporting us and coming on here is just another way that we kind of support each other in the farming community. Yeah, it's it's uh it's fun how we kind of started roughly I think around the same time and we've kind of grown very differently, but we've definitely like we've both ex- our both of our farms have expanded. Yeah, kind of and it's interesting. It's fun getting kind of helping with this and you know just the kind of back and forth yeah i think you were about one year maybe ahead of us yeah and so you had just that much more information yeah that could just really help us in our day-to-day tasks yeah Yeah, Yeah. so we really appreciate it and i think we have spoken on multiple occasions (laughs) we were just like i think we were actually at your you and stefan emily um your bridal shower at oh, cbc yeah. and kelly one and time i met just kelly yeah <laughs> this is my second time meeting <laughs> kelly <laughs> we, kelly and i were just in the corner talking about farm like literally the talking whole time we were talking about chickens i yeah. think <laughs> that's awesome thank you for not putting the attention on me 
<laughs> so yeah, we could talk for hours. So so I'm sure you guys are gonna get a lot of good stories and a lot of good information. Yeah. From yeah, Kelly. Totally. I mean like so and I like I said, like this is only my second time meeting Kelly. So Kelly, tell me about what kind of animals you have on your farm. Okay. What kind of Or even just like about yourself. Yeah. Okay. Give yeah. us like a little bit about yourself, like um family, okay, your work life, kind of that. Give us a little rundown and then okay. I wanna know what kind of animals you have. Well, let's see. Um, I am married with two kids. Uh, my, both my kids are teenagers. Um, nice. so <laughs> do they love the farm? They love the benefits of having a farm. I think they like the country life. They like having our own, raising our own food. Do they like to do the chores? No. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Um, uh, so my husband works full time and I work full time. Um, and we have always talked about, since we got together, we, we've always lived in the country. Um, we briefly had to live in the city once for a very short amount of time and it's not for us <laughs> um but we've always talked about so we've always had some few acres of land and we've always talked about farming and we an opportunity came up to move from we were in the carp area and we wanted to move closer to the cca to the kids school and we bought 60 acres with wow. uh, we yeah it was a it was a it was 60 acres that needed a lot of work but it was perfect location yeah that's and awesome. yes and so we bought it and it was kind of like okay and first step was like, let's clean up. And then, okay, well, let's, are we going to do this? Let's do this. And so we started off with some chickens. I think we started with like four or six chickens. Chickens are gateway livestock. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they're gateway livestock. And so we started with chickens and then COVID the hitch. Yeah. Well, and then, and, and I don't like birds. Okay. So I have like friends. Michaela in that so, way. So yeah. Uh, like all, all animals I'm fine with birds I don't love like I I actually am afraid of really? so yeah flying birds and stuff actually freak me out so when we first got chickens okay, I'm happy that I'm not the only <laughs> no, farmer too. who's admitting the fear of oh. birds no I don't like birds okay like no, that's <laughs> like they fly we were in the Bahamas once and they were you know flying around yep. in the restaurant and I was like Oh, I don't <laughs> like birds either, but I'm not a farmer. But yeah. I don't. Anytime birds like swoop, I'm like. <laughs> so when we got chickens, I had a good friend of mine in Calgary who was like, "I don't even feel like I know you." <laughs> I used to work at a place where we had to like look after turkeys and chickens and feed them, and there was a whole panic attack with me locked in a chicken coop. Oh and it was a nightmare. It was like my worst nightmare. <laughs> so when I was a guy who was sharing on Facebook that I had chickens, she was like, "I don't." I don't think I even know who you are anymore. <laughs> she was like, "Are you being paid to yeah. say this?" <laughs> so, so um. Uh, yeah, so we started with chickens, and then we decided we were going to do some pigs, so we got ourselves a couple of piglets, nice. and that was interesting, learning that piglets need more electric, care than chickens. Well, electric fencing, <laughs> mm -hmm. and they're a great escape art. and then we were looking <laughs> at, and so, and then we thought about, so we we have sheep, so my, my first, my, I love my sheep, we have, Aww. we have suffix, we have blackface suffix sheep, Aww. and it was kind of an accident it was it was livestock it was a size that i felt i could maybe manage mm -hmm. to start like mm -hmm. moving up and i just love them i'm obsessed with them that's so, so cool. we <laughs> now we actually get our pork from ruach mm -hmm. because you why you don't need to reinvent the wheel yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> they, well. they, they have the best pork going <laughs> and so when we Shameless focus on plug. sheep <laughs> no it's yeah. true though right like it's true it's well it's pork. true because it's like we don't have the ability or really the desire to do sheep or lamb right. like lamb right and so it works out and like that's part of the farming community mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. it's okay to have the same animals as other people and to be in the same business but it works out so well when you can 
offset. do what you're good at yeah. and focus on that and send people to other people. Like if people are like, oh, I really want lamb. I'm like, okay, well, Kelly, you yeah, know? Right. Well, and so, so we started off with a few and then we grew and then we built a barn and then, and then I, I took a, actually I went to Penn State University extension. I did an extension course at the university on cool. sheep and facilities management. Cause I'm a forever learner. Every time if I'm interested in something, I go right down that rabbit hole. That's so cool. But yeah. And so, um, so this is our, and so what we used to do is I used to buy bottle lambs and then uh, raise them up and then send them for processing and mm-hmm. fill freezers and sell them and, and so then we decided that we were going to buy a breeding set. So we were, we got, oh. we got ewes and then we got a ram and, and yep. So this is our second a full lambing season. Okay. And so, sorry, clarification, ram is the male. Ram okay. is the big daddy. That's what okay. we call them. And then you said bottle <laughs> fed, which means like so they already come to you as yeah, babies. Yeah. Okay. So, so there's a couple of big farm, lots of farms, but sheep are very much like, not my baby. Oh. Like they're born and say, no, no, that's, that's not mine. Rude. I'm not feeding that. <laughs> and they won't. Interesting. And, and they, they just, <laughs> they're they not like piglets where they'll just feed each other's and. Yeah, like mm. our pigs, we've never had a mom reject a yeah. piglet. Interesting. I mean, maybe runs. But sheep do. Like right? they'll give birth and say, oh, that did not come out of me. That's not my baby. Like you have to feed your baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Won't feed it. Kicks so it. Headbutt it. <laughs> you, well, they, they won't. So they end up being like, okay, so it's my baby now. Yeah. Okay. So then you end up bottle feeding six times okay. a day for eight weeks, oh and it, it's cow. a whole process. I I have two right now that I'm, tr- and I of course I get super attached to them because yeah, they hear my cute. voice. They come yeah. running. Oh. And um, because they you know feed me, mama. Right. Right. Of course. Mm. So what we did there was a there was a place out on Amherst Island outside of Kingston, and it's a huge pr- uh, sheep uh, farm, and they sell off. Uh, they sell their bottle babies so they come two days old three days old five days old and they come with a myriad of problems as well but but what i was doing was because i didn't really want winter sheep so i would get three five ten twenty and bottle feed them and raise them up and then cry my eyes out when it was time for them to leave it's tough yeah and i think especially with sheep for some reason you talk to any sheep farmer they're like attached Mm. to their sheep it's Mm. just like that animal Mm -hmm. like People I don't know if cows say the same thing. Yeah. People with pigs cheer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pigs are not as personable, right? No, they're more skittish when they're little. Mm-hmm. As they get older and bigger, like I'm, I know Abraham yeah. and your sows are very, you know. Yeah. You I think they're personable enough, but we didn't raise them. You know, they're the not way pets. Yeah. A bottle fed lamb is raised. No. And so my lambs that are raised with their mom on their mom are definitely more skittish. They don't want to be picked mm. up. They don't. They don't, and my kids are past the age of wanting to hold and cuddle babies, right, and I right. don't have the time to cuddle seventeen lambs. If I, you know, I well, don't. it's not your full time job. So I'm right. like, it could be, it but, could <laughs> 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 but yeah. So so then we we actually so when so then we 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 migrated to like well let's get a couple of ewes let's well and so yeah and then um I've met some great farming some great sheep people some very knowledgeable sheep people in this area, and I've really kind of like latched on like hey mm. i have a question hey i have a question <laughs> hey guess what i have a question <laughs> what would you do in this situation <laughs> yeah and i read and i read and i read nice. and i have a good friend who's a vet and so she is and she's also uh uh, uh she has cows she's a big cattle farm nice and so uh, again she's another one that we kind of swap yeah yeah so so that's how we kind of got into sheep it was accidental and then i fell in love and then it was like i'm gonna learn everything i can learn about sheep Right. You got fixated on uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and as I was leaving today, I, like, and then we, d- I drive down the driveway, and I see all my, and I roll down the window, and I 
look at them. Bye, sheep. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> I was so let's go back. Sorry. So this is not your full-time job. Yeah. No. This so is what not do my full-time. Do, so how, well, first of all, how many sheep do you have we right now? Um, so we at one point we had about 30 ewes. Okay, um, so you have a full-fledged 30 ewe farm. Well, and then what do you do on the side? Of um, we don't have 30 ewes anymore. We okay. did. And then we lost last year. We had some issues and we'll get into that but yeah. um so right now we have about 13 okay um and but i've got 17 babies and another you still to lamb <laughs> so we've got a lot cow. of sheep or holy sheep holy sheep <laughs> <laughs> and a llama, <laughs> and, llama. <laughs> and a couple of goats but um uh so full-time i actually work at the high s- i work at a high school in perth and i run this high school cafeteria okay wow. yeah. yeah good for you and then you come home and do this i come home and i sheep <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's awesome yep. Wow, good for you. That's incredible. Yeah, it's fun. That's amazing. So did you always dream of having a farm? Like, is that something that, like... You know what? I was always... Like, I was listening to your first podcast, and Michaela was like, I don't even like animals. (laughs) And I was a kid who was like, Mom, this this cat has no home. And my mom would be like, that's fluffy. She lives next door. (laughs) Oh, Mom. And you're like, no way. And my mom is not an animal person. My dad grew up on a farm in Saskatchewan or on farms, but... um, So I was always an animal kid. Like, I would like a hamster, or I would have... like. Please let me have an animal, any animal. Mm. So I, and I, as an adult, I lived in Europe and stuff, but when I came back to Canada, I've always lived in the country and I have always had dogs, cats. Mm -hmm. Did I think I was going to farm? I always wanted to. Just how do you go from being a city kid to a farmer when you don't grow up in a farming community and, and. Yeah, uh, the first generation is really hard. Like you have to start everything from the ground up. And you have to, you don't. So we have friends who are, um, uh, their kids are. Which was my friend who's the vet, and they have cows, and her husband, ex husband, had, they grew up on a farm, and everybody, they've always farmed. And so the things, her, she has four boys, and I say to her boys, You don't even understand. You don't even know how much you know. Like when you yeah. show me mm. some fencing stuff, I'm like, Oh, well, where do you have this? We'll just do this. And I'm like, You're 16 years old, and I w- how would I ever know that? Right. But it's because you're out fencing with your dad, fixing mm-hmm. the cow pasture. And they've just been doing that. They just don't know. You don't even, and I say that to the kids, and you don't know if you understand how very fortunate you are to know mm. that. You don't right. even know the things that you know. Wow. Right? That's amazing. So, yeah, first generation. Like, in, I know your dad grew up on a farm. Or My mom grew up on a farm. your mom grew up on a farm. But it quickly, like, when her dad died when she was 16, they sold all. Yeah. So she didn't really, like, have that much experience in her, like, yeah. formative years as, right. like, a farmer. Right. And so there were some things that she knew. Yeah. But most of it was, like, from the ground up. Like, ev- doing everything for the first time. Yeah. Wow. Well, and so so that's, and so my husband's a city kid, too. Mm-hmm. Right. He's from England. And, and so, anyway, we just kind of youtubed it yeah winged it <laughs> asked for help yeah read about things you know talked mm-hmm. to people who farmed at first we used to call ourselves a cable tie farm because if i couldn't fix it i put a cable tie <laughs> <Yeah>. on it <laughs> now I, I was like oh look we must have done that in the first year because there's a cable tie here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's super cool yeah that's amazing wow okay so you come home so do you like get up early and do some yeah so we get out of bed about four thirty in the morning so co- th- what time do you go to bed at Mm, 8 39 <laughs> oh in the summer in the winter 7 30 <laughs> the sun <laughs> goes down easier, i'm yeah. tired wow. but um uh yeah then we get up about 4 30 i have a coffee because i gotta have a coffee yeah and then uh yeah we head outside and we kind of have a system tim kind of because we have cooney cooney pigs as well right okay so we don't just have sheep oh okay. we actually have two sows a boar and a bunch of piglets right now wow and so cooney cooney pigs are smaller 
Yeah, they're pigs. kind of a they're a New Zealand breed. They're a red meat pork. Mm-hmm. They're completely different than than traditional pigs or heritage pigs. Um, they only grow at about three hundred fifty pounds versus what Abraham's probably seven or eight hundred yeah. pounds. Yeah. Um, they take about eighteen months to grow out. They don't root. So they're a really great hobby farm. Okay. So they're very friendly. They're like, if they get loose, there's it's not mad chaos. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit It's easier. like, hey, pig, come. Yeah. Are and they? Um, and then they just come. <laughs> like are, they, are they like the pink little pigs? No. So they're like red and black. Oh, and cool. And okay. And they're pink and they're spotted. And they're ca- oh. Yeah, they're kind of like. And they have little brindle. waddles. They have these little dangly yeah. things. Oh, that's They're cute. very cute. Yeah. And they like belly rubs. And wow. You can trim their hooves, no problem. And okay, you so can they're a little bit more chill. Yeah, they are. And I have them because I just love them. Yeah. <laughs> you yes. all, you're an animal lover. That I am an animal lover. That, so. Do you still have poultry or? No. So in the fall. Um, in the fall, we actually got rid of all our layers, mm-hmm. um, just because I wanted to um, build a new structure and yada yada. But so we have meat birds coming next week, okay? And then we have two two different batches of turkey. So we still do the meat chickens and and thank we're gonna do Thanksgiving and Christmas turkeys this year. And we don't have layers because we know people who sell who eggs, sell yep. eggs. <laughs> great eggs. <laughs> <laughs> So and then you don't have sometimes to you just can't do it all, right? So yeah. You, yeah. you don't you don't have to do it all. If you have good resources, you don't have to do yeah, it all. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. So would you consider your farm a hobby farm? Is that what it is? Well, like I know I don't know hobby is Hobbies like are, weekend yeah. stuff, and like obviously it's not weekend stuff for you. But um. So we do. I I I'd love to be able to. I don't have the skill set or the whatever it is that I I would love to direct market and do. Mm-hmm. So I do have some people that I directly sell. Um, okay. S- too and then i have people who say well do you sell and i'll sell some chops and and stuff um but i do sell definitely my turkeys and my chickens yeah um and they are very kind of they're they're not a year-round thing they are eight nine weeks for chickens and 14 weeks for turkeys and it's very like here's thanksgiving's coming who needs a turkey right yeah. right and mm-hmm. so they're they're sold before they're even two True. weeks old right so okay gotcha um so that is definitely to generate revenue on the farm mm-hmm. um sh- sheep do they uh, does farming make money (laughs) (laughs) depends yeah yeah it can it can Uh, but uh, you know with last year we had a losses we lost eight sheep and oh yeah and and so then you just watch your profits evaporate they just they disappear it feels like when you look at the micro level and you're like okay we spent this much amount on pig feed and this much to process and we made this much like technically we made money. Yep. But really. Without paying yourself the time, the hour and uh, a half, true, right? Like the labor. But that's that not goes counting. It. Like we're always in the red mm. because all the money we make goes to fencing, mm-hmm. goes to infrastructure, a goes tra- tractor to. tractor. Need, we needed bales yeah. here. Like, right. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, we need to get, because let's do round bales because that's more efficient and we don't wait less waste. Yeah. But I need a $900 bale spears now oh. to lift that bale. <laughs> yeah. Right? So like, there's always, the money's right, coming I in. And sometimes we can use that profit to generate or to buy things that would help our profit in the future. But yeah. it's it's always just feels like it's a revolving door. Money gotcha. comes in, money goes out. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's where the like Monday to Friday job comes in. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. Because farming doesn't pay the bills. Right. No. Gotcha. But it puts food in the freezer. Yeah. It does. Which is a huge thing, right? It like groceries are expensive. And like now you know where your food's coming from because you raised it. And like there's just. There's like yep. that side of things. Obviously, all that work that goes into it. Yep. But yeah. like, yeah, it's just I guess. And that's something we for we often forget too is, like, we're not p- 
paying for the meat that we filled our own freezer. No, true. And so right. that itself is beneficial yep. to us. Mm-hmm. That was our first ever goal on the farm. Right. Was let's make somebody else pay for our meat. Like if we can get our meat for free, that's the first step. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a huge goal. That yeah. A lot of people can't say, you know, so. Well, and and it's it's not as simple as it's for free because there's the all day, every day, in a yes, snowstorm, yeah. in an ice storm, in the rain, on your wedding day, yeah. on yeah. vacation. There's no such thing as a day off. Wow. So is it is it free? There's a lot of work that goes to it to right. sell the meat, to generate the income, to actually benefit yourself. Yeah. So it's it's not as simple as there's no monetary f- cash exchange. No, it's not like <laughs> kind of free. It's I picked that up at Walmart for you, and now yeah, I get yeah, my yeah. free. <laughs> yeah. Right. I worked yeah. hard for a year. Yeah. To put a pig yeah. in my freezer to yeah. put some sheep in. So, um, yeah. So so did I always want to farm? I always did. And when the opportunity came to buy 60 acres and to buy this property, it was like, well, let's do it. Yeah. Are we doing this? We're doing this. And your husband was okay with oh, that? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's He's awesome. not the animal guy. Like, he likes the <laughs> animals. But, like, when it comes to wrangling sheep or when it comes to, like, he's the, he'll, he'll drive the tractor and do the things and build <laughs> yeah. the things. And, but the I'm, I'm totally okay with, like, okay, ready? I'm going to catch her and flip her. I need you to, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm the right. vaccination lady. I'm the one who, like, I'm just, there's no fear. I have no fear of, wow. of them. But. That's it. You're so cool. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. That's amazing. Um, okay. Well, another kind of okay, question sorry. for you. No, no, that's okay. Um, so did you grow up here? Like, did you grow up around? Like, no. So I, I grew up in Winnipeg. I actually grew up in the city in Winnipeg. Okay. Grew up in yeah, the north so end of Winnipeg. The city part. Yeah. Okay. I'm a city girl. And, um, and I moved out west. I moved out, out to Alberta when I was wow. 17. And wow. and then I lived in England and Ireland and came back in my 20s. And oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, and so so I've kind of been all over. But, yeah, country life's for me. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's incredible. That <laughs> that's just so interesting. Like, I'm not that I'm, like, a city girl, but, like, I don't know. I like to visit farms. But yeah. I don't know. It's cool that you just, like, had the itch for it. Always. Because, like, like, you said you loved animals. I think like, it has to be a calling, honestly. Yeah. Like, certain people are like, oh, I just felt like called to be a teacher right. or like you get right. called to certain professions yep. and it farming is just not for the faint of heart like it no. literally has to be a calling on your life or it's not going to work out it's not going to work because there is so much heartbreak mm-hmm. um, there's so much joy but there is heartbreak there is there's loss and there's sometimes you are defeated there mm-hmm. are days when you think why on earth am i doing this right yeah there's the hard right. and then there are days it's like ta-da this is why I'm doing this. Well, and like, oh, I love my sheep. I just, I got to bottle feed, you know, and yeah. then there's the other days. And then yeah. there's the days like, oh. I got to get out of bed and bottle feed those sheep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, I need four cups of coffee this morning. Yeah. <laughs> and there's hard time. Like, yeah, I just think that like, you can't, like you couldn't, I don't know. Yeah. You couldn't do it unless. You couldn't, you know, you, you do need mm. to be called to it because there's no, it's unrelenting. Yeah. Right. That's a good word for it's it. It's unrelenting. Yeah. Mm. Um, for good or for better, or for worse. Yeah. Some days, you know. One of the, um, w- so last year we lost, we, yeah, you talked about this. Yeah. Loss, so we happened? had, we lost eight sheep last year oh. in a very short amount of time. And it was like my favorite, you and my first mm. one. So oh. She was beautiful. And I bought her in Quebec and her name was, or like a named her, her name was Orla and, oh. and she Orla. had a twin sister, Aoife and, <laughs> and Orla and Aoife and, Aoife and Yeah. And so, oh. and, and 
I didn't know about coccidia. One of them got coccidia when they were young, oh, and then okay. she just never thrived. And what, what is that? Um, Sorry. So it's a uh, it's a bacteria. Okay. And they sheep can get lambs can get it up to about seven months old, oh, and okay. they pick it up uh, off the grass and and or they come from the farm a farm oh, who's already had okay. it. Once you have coccidia, you have coccidia. It's in you. Yeah, and so what happens is it's a bacteria that eats away. At the, so sheep have four stomachs, so it eats away the lining of their stomach, and so they end up getting scours, which is diarrhea. Oh. But it's very black, and it's it's bloody diarrhea and oh. what happens is it actually eats away at their stomach lining so then once it's cleared up if it was a bad bout of coccidia what happens is they can't they absorb the nutrition they turn cellulose they turn grass into protein that's mm-hmm. what sheep do it's their superpower that's cool and what happens is they then they absorb it in their is it in their rumen anyway th- coccidia destroys it so they oh. can't absorb anything so they, oh, okay. they they actually get malnourished and they waste away right because they're not and getting they any eat protein and they from poop anything. and they drink and they, they look normal and they waste away oh. and so we actually so it's are like slowly watching them. oh that's and tough. so the first winter the one that we didn't i didn't realize right away that she had coccidia mm. uh we ended up having to euthanize her because i oh. d- she was getting skinny as it was getting colder because she mm. just her body and it was just wasn't good for no it, oh. i just couldn't let her live like that yeah so the vet came humane. out and we yeah. euthanized her and we actually euthanized her like with blue juice like the way you would a dog because yeah. i oh, wasn't okay. prepared right yeah, for well, having to shoot her which is what farmers do you yeah. just and i just it was my first one and i was like i'm uh, this is for me and yeah. our vet he- dr hester was like i know that's yeah. okay and no, she's a farmer hard. she's like well, yeah. i know we'll, we'll just blue juice her and it okay. was tough yeah, yeah that's hard so that's hard and then then the following summer we got and i Missed my vaccine. I thought, oh, we're not that big, and I don't need to worry about <laughs> cla- like clostridium and all these different things. It's fine. I'm a small farm. Yeah, you're like that's never gonna happen to me. Yeah, it did. Oh, oh really? And we lost. Shoot. And we lost eight wow. eight oh. ewes and lambs, and and they, I would just go out and they would just die, and they show no signs, and within a day wow. they drop, they die, oh. and there's no recovery from it. Really? Yeah, and it was gut wrenching. And oh, you cannot goodness. vaccinate during an outbreak. Okay. So really, you have to be clean for two weeks. So it was like, oh. so then. Then it was like a, m- a mad dose of uh, penicillin long enough for everybody. So gathering everybody, marking everybody, uh, vaccinate and then penicillin and then praying that nobody died. Yeah. And then after a few weeks, th- I think we went three weeks with n- everything was clean. Oh, and you're like, then we vaccinated. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And like when stuff like that happens on the farm. So Emily d- might not know this, yeah. but <laughs> things me. get into a rhythm, right? Yeah. And you're just chunking along you know each day you wake up at 4 30 and you get into your own rhythm and then all of a sudden something hits oh and you're like almost not prepared for it because you're like everything's going great yep right and then something bad happens and then you're in the thick of it and you don't sleep you're running on like you just it's 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 horrible you up at night thinking about should i go outside and check yeah. Oh my okay? goodness! And you're just like way out of whack. And, and then all of a sudden, you so one's got scours, two got yep. scours. Oh shoot! Does everybody now? What do I do? What and it comes in waves. Yeah. It's like, it's like things go out, and like waves are so melodic. So like you know, waves are coming in, and they're <laughs> crashing, and they're crashing, and then all of a sudden, the tsunami just hits you. Oh yeah. And it's like it's it's so frustrating because then you have animals dying in yeah. one hand and you're like, okay, but my poultry's fine. And then at mm. the same time you're like, Oh, all my poultry, you know, something's going on here. Yeah. They're oh not laying. Goodness. They've got my, why? And then it goes away just as quickly as it came. And then the waters go back. Yep. 
And, oh my goodness. And that was our summer. And of course, it was the one week we rented a c- cabin and we went away and we had somebody <laughs> house sitting. And she was like, something's happened and one of your sheep died. And it was, it was Orla. Oh, it was oh. my beautiful sheep, Orla. I was crying. And you were away. I was away. So, oh. And then there was a, and there was oh. eight of them in the end. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so it was tough. tough. That and is so it was really tough. tough. But now. I am prepared. So yeah. then yeah, we vaccinated know. everybody in October. We Everybody you got a full vaccination. <laughs> yeah, so they got it in the summer. Then we did a full vaccination in October. And then I did everyone's booster just before lambing so that right. the babies had it. Mm, and good. Like, and now it's spring, so now it's parasite every... So when, okay. sheep, when sheep lamb, what happens is they have dormant... They have parasites, worms in their stomach, and mm-hmm. they go dormant over the winter. So everybody's fine over the winter. Oh. And then as soon as they lamb, their immune system drops. And so all these opportunists... Say, oh. oh, it's a good time. And it's spring, and then they poop everywhere, and everyone's eating all the fresh grass, and they're eating right. all the eggs. and So it just spreads, like, yep. super easy. Yep. So we've done one round of worming, and then I see a few more. So this And it's oh just, like, gosh. another one of those things that's, like, you have to learn. Like, how and you, would and you And unfortunately, know? you always learn the, uh, the hard I way. So far, I've learned only the hard yeah. way. <laughs> and it, it's, like, if it was two or three generations... You'd be like, we always vaccinate in spring. Yep, we always, yeah. And you know? so, and you're like, but why? And they're like, well, we just always done it this. Way. And there's a reason why. Yeah. But because we're first generation, you have no idea. No, yeah. you know what's interesting? Uh, my friend Hester. She's so Hester is. I'm gonna just. She's my friend. She's the vet. She's yeah. also a farmer, and she says to me often, "There are lots of farmers who don't really know why or what right. they're doing. They just do it because that's what you do." Mm-hmm. right and so when protocols change she's like they they just they just do it I yeah. so she said so that i know what i'm doing sometimes or i because i'll phone her i'll ask mm-hmm. her questions mm-hmm. she says you know already way more than uh, not you know plenty that's yeah. good you know plenty like there are lots of people who've been doing it for generations and don't they just they just carry on they call the vet right well that's encouraging right. for you yeah it is like boom that's right yeah yeah <laughs> like I, I remember the great plague of 2022 (laughs) (laughs) so so like all this tough stuff like what like i know sometimes like what keeps us motivated to keep doing it but i think everyone's motivation is slightly different Mm. so like what keeps you most motivated you're like all these lambs die all my poultry gets taken yeah like what just keeps you going that's a good question um Mm. well man what would i do with my time (laughs) (laughs) it's a time filler but you heard it here, folks. You know what? So uh, was it, you know, it was a couple weekends ago when it was, what, 26 degrees, 20 degrees? Oh, yeah. It was yeah, that was beautiful. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, that is a prairie summer. This humidity in eastern Ontario is for the birds. <laughs> I hate it. So the summers here kill me. So when we get, like, that dry, mm, windy, right. hot weather, it's like, oh, I'm home. <laughs> and so I was standing out. I had gone to, there was a sheep expo. So I, and I go to ex sheep expos and I go listen to speakers. And I, so it was interesting. It was super interesting. And I came home, my brain hurt from all the learning. <laughs> and I was, it was a beautiful day. And I was just standing out in the pasture in the field. And I watch it. And so we've got like, I don't know, there's 15 lambs. Had, and they get the zoomies at night. <laughs> and so they do. That's awesome. And it's awesome. And it's just like the sun was shining. It was a beautiful night. And I have 15 lambs running around chasing Aww. me. They're running over the, the, the compost and over the mud and through the rocks <laughs> and over a log and and goats headbutting each other and i was standing there thinking this is it this wow. is 
Perfect. It's beautiful. Yeah. But I feel that way in a snowstorm, too, when I see them all kind of settled in and chewing their cotton. I think, yeah. oh, this is perfect. I could stay in the barn all day. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's really cool. That means, like, you really love it. I love like, it. I do. You really do. Like, hearing you talk about it, you're like, yeah. you know, out there in the heat and the snow in the winter, and you're like, man, I love these I animals. I love this. Yeah. Like, I love there are days it. when I think, oh, but. Yeah. Not. Yeah. And you know what? I have a great husband, and I have great kids, and I have great friends and mm-hmm. farming community. Like, we have. We have lots of mutual friends who do. I think you guys are you guys are the only pig people that we know. There's not a lot of pig farmers no. in this area. Hmm. But so so we have friends, South African friends up the road yep. who do. Uh, they have sheep and cattle, and and it's really great to be able to help people to get mm-hmm. help and to so like I can get away. I'm going to the spa yeah. in a month with my girlfriend. Ooh, and enjoy. Yep, <laughs> and we're going off. Uh, we go to another province and we meet up and she lives in Regina and so oh very cool and we get go away for four days and I can go away worry free because yeah I have a fabulous husband who right. will look after everybody That's and awesome. I know that like I can ask friends yeah and I can ask you know far you have like a good I have a system. good there's a good community and good support system that uh, that I can take some time off and not That's sweat nice. it too hard. No, that's yeah. good. And that you, when you come back, you're like excited to get back yeah. into it. And yeah, you totally refreshed. Yeah. I think the first Christmas we had uh, at the farm, it wasn't that long ago. And we were, we always go like switch between houses. And so we weren't mm. at the farm for mm. Christmas morning. We had to drive back to the farm. Right. Mm. You guys were there. at um, Esther's, Esther's yes. and Stefan's. That's and right. so, and it was like an ice storm. And we woke up and we were like dreading going to the farm on Christmas oh, no. day. Yeah. And then we got there. And we were like, oh, so perfect. It was the little snowfall. It was oh. quiet. And it's exactly the same thing like where you were explaining. You know, you see all your lambs and we're like, this is why. You see the fruit of your labor. Mm. Yeah. But, and also just the, the, that, I just sometimes think of the, the miracle of, of just farm life. Just, yeah. What There's such peace that yeah. comes with it. And I think that's what keeps us motivated yeah. mostly. Is like there's chaos sometimes for sure, <laughs> but the peace that comes from it yeah, when it right. when there's there's more peace than chaos. Yeah. And so when we're standing there on Christmas morning in a barn and we're like, the savior of the world was born into a barn yeah. like this. We had that conversation. Do you yeah. remember at Christmas? I was yes. like feeding. I maybe I was talking to Mark, or, or both of you guys, and I yeah. was talking about like, um, you know, looking at a feeder a manger yeah. in my barn and on christmas day thinking you know yeah here wow. i stand in my barn with my sheep on christmas morning and that's why i think it's a calling because in mm. those moments you're like this is worship wow like and that is to me like to me is like the most beautiful thing i can do is yeah. work and build god ki- god's kingdom mm. in the way that he has called me to do it yeah. and wow. like so that's, that's, that's like it's like a full circle moment. Yeah. Mm. Like I get teary just yeah, thinking Yeah, I, 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 100%. That's 100%. really beautiful. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. God's good. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. <laughs> and we can't do, the world can't do it without farmers. No. Nope. nope. They can't they do it without a lot of people, right? But mm-hmm. it's, I like my bacon. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I, yeah. I can't go without that. Um, <laughs> when we did not have bacon for like the time that we were waiting for the pigs, Stefan, my husband was like, Oh man, I don't know if I can wait till April or May. <laughs> it's like an antsy <laughs> for well, it. So we, I make so like I make my own bacon. Yeah. So I, I get so I because I don't sell my bacon. So because bacon is a very precious commodity. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. But so I, I actually I make my own bacon. I make my own hams. Wow. So I cure my own hams. Uh, I have a culinary background, so okay. I, I do it just because I absolutely love to cook. 
when I'm bored, when I'm when I think, oh, I'm gonna make this, right? I but I cook, right? That's like like so your cool. like yeah. your. S- she's not. I guess he's not your brother-in-law, but yeah. John is he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so like he as well, right? He will cook for yep. for yes. cooking's sake. And same with Caitlin too. She yeah, she's they're very good. They're foodies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I love making my own bacon. I can't even imagine eating store bacon anymore. <laughs> Yeah, and so my friend Hester, she'll say, "Oh, it's a beef. Do you have any bacon?" (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's a hot commodity. So I'll I'll swap you bacon. Can you bring home an ultrasound machine? (laughs) 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 That's so funny. (laughs) But yeah, so so it's it's nice and and uh, that's super cool. It's it's awesome having having my own food, but actually turning my own food into other food yeah. yeah i was just gonna say how cool is it you're like oh i started with culinary experience and now you're growing your own i'm food. growing and learning about like italian like uh, i say guanciale but i'm pretty sure it's guan guan guanciale yeah yeah and it's it's um pork gel yeah right yeah and it's and it's done a little bit different but it's basically it's it's salt cured bacon mm, it is yeah. delicious pork jowl is spectacular yeah mm. we made some from yep. your recipe and john loves it yeah like he That's can't awesome. get enough of it <laughs> yeah he's putting it on blt yeah he's making it into pasta yeah he was like <laughs> he just he like just using it for everything it's yeah. everything that yeah. is really yeah. cool that's so cool because you're like you know like raising the animals and doing all that and then like getting the meat from that and then turning it into this beautiful crate because food is so awesome yeah right yeah. like we like we're all foodies here so yeah. it's great but <laughs> like to eat. it's super cool like that you you're like i know where this came from and like but the fact that like you were the one who put in the hard work and then you were the one who put in the hard work to like make the bacon and like you know like cook and then it make the blt and, and then, then make yes. it yes so when you like i cut it super thick yeah and bake oh, it yeah. in the oven and like have it and i actually like the rind i like the skin mm-hmm. on we call it meat candy in <laughs> our house yes. <laughs> it's meat candy that's awesome um uh, but like when you make, you know, when you make your a BLT or a ham sandwich from mm-hmm. the, and it's like, that is gorgeous. That when I have like a friend of mine came for lunch one day, I was like, come for lunch and I'll, you know, and I made BLTs and I got these beautiful buns and it was like, yeah, that's good. Oh BLT. My with my like, gosh. you know, when it's, I'm very proud of serving yes. the food that yeah. I grow. Like, that's awesome. Like, like making, um, you know, cocklevin or something like that yeah. with your own chickens mm-hmm. or, or, um, I like I, we butchered a couple of goats recently. And I made a goat curry, and it is spectacular. Ooh, yum. Yeah, and uh, and I don't always tell the kids that we're eating goat today. Cause <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna listen to this, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they might now. Yeah. But but um, but yeah, we uh, we uh, I love I love cooking with the meat that I've raised. That's right. so cool. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really cool to see that. And I circle. find one of the things I think raising our own meat, and maybe you guys find this that I'm. I, not that I was p- ever particularly wasteful when it came to food, but I'm certainly like, well, those bones will boil them. Right. And like, like, stock. And like there's yeah. no, I pull the marrow out of things. Like there's no, wow. I don't waste. I don't think, oh, I just throw that in the pig bucket. Like, yeah. right. You nah, use uh, every last bit of it. Yeah. Even scraps like vegetable scraps yeah, now right. become chicken feed. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. So we don't, we don't waste as much. No. Nothing just kind of hits. Nothing's like, well, I'm not going to, I don't want to just throw that in the garbage. Yeah. That never happens. Yeah. Uh, you know how much work it takes to put a, to eat that animal? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It deserves to be, comp- it sounds, it sounds terrible, but it deserves to be used not wasted. Yeah. 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 And we can go into that a little bit actually, because yeah. there's, like, we haven't talked about that on here yet, but it's something that a lot of small farmers yeah. are very passionate about is 
like honoring to the meat yeah. that mm-hmm. we grow. Yeah. And I think it goes down like straight from like when they're born, how we raise them. Mm-hmm. But it also depends on who we sell them to, right? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. It you want the people who buy your meat to honor it in the same way. Mm-hmm. Like we po- we post when we bring our pigs to butcher. Yep. And some people would say, "Well, why would you?" Why would you highlight the fact that you're bringing those pigs to butcher? And it's because we honor them so well that we see them from life. We see them through death yep. and we're proud of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like anyway, so can you speak on that a little bit of like what your experience is like having an animal from birth to butcher and how you guys honor that yep. animal? So, so like I said, when, so I actually can't take them myself. The chickens I can. Mm, yeah. Mm. But that's my bird <laughs> thing. <laughs> that's your bird but thing. But I'm still You're like, very grateful Bye. for every single life right, yeah. that I put mm-hmm. in my, that every, like, you know, I'm not dismissive of that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not attached to the chickens. How about that? Yeah. Um, and we w- talked about how the meat chickens will die yeah. because they're bred to live and bred to and die. And if you keep them longer for, yeah. than that time, they will have heart attacks. Like they cannot, mm. they're not, yeah. beca- they're not layers. They're, they're not different meant ca- to do that. They right. are meant to be put to be a Sunday roast. Yeah. Right. They have a lifespan. They and have so a lifespan. And if you miss it, you'll actually, it's actually to their detriment. Yep. So it's easier. I, yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with the pigs, with what we did, traditional pigs, I was like, bye piggies. Okay. <laughs> they were just like bitey and fighty and right. they were completely different than my coonies. Which I'm, I struggle with selling my piglets sometimes. Like, mm. they don't have to go yet. Yeah. <laughs> They're still sweet. And and so I, I actually was taking, uh, I struggle with taking things to either the sale barn or to the butcher myself. Okay. And so I actually am selling my tra- my, tra- my, my, my trailer because oh, right. I'm, I don't have time just working full time. It's a big job to get to, right? Yep. Totally. Chickens are one thing, but like when you got to go to the butcher and bring in your animals and unload them and... Mm-hmm. I just can't kind of take that time. Well, that's like a whole day's so worth of work. So by the time yeah. I calculate taking losing the day's pay and then having to right. do yeah. it, do it myself, and I can pay a guy who does it fabulously. He does nice. all my paperwork. He mm. does it all. It's he's super duper. Um, I, and I cry. Oh, I cr- when the sheep go, yeah. I come in and, and like and I sell them to people knowing that they're they're going yeah. to be like that's what they're going I for. Yeah come in the house and cry last year i sobbed like oh. I, so- I sobbed Kelly. <laughs> it's terrible because i'm attached but yeah and then i get over it yeah, yeah. right and i'm over it so i because i am very thankful like so yeah. what yeah and so the thing is they have an excellent life i right. know that i mm-hmm. raise them with all the care kindness humanity mm-hmm. the best food i can give the best health ki- like i make sure that they have everything yeah. that they can possibly need to want and have mm. um and then they have one bad day Right. Right. So, so they have an excellent life. They're not, yeah. yeah. you know, and, and that's the truth about most farming. Even people, I know people will say, you, you hear all sorts of things, but like, it doesn't matter if you have 30 sheep or you have 200. Yeah. It's right. Right. If you're working with animals, it's not because you're not dismissive of it. Mm-hmm. You're not dismissive. Uh, you're, you can't be flippant with it. Yeah. yeah. And that's sometimes what people on the outside think is, oh, you're sending them away. You're just flippant. Yeah. And people don't hear the humanity side of it where we, really value it like yeah. we go in and we recognize what's happening mm-hmm. and yeah we get over it like in a couple of days because it just is the way it is right but then you think about if you were sh- you know grocery store shopping yeah. meat, mm-hmm. if you want to really have a think and look if you were honest about it you would never eat store yeah meat true yeah you wouldn't and no so so i'm a meat eater 
um, my family is. And I'm very happy that I know that I've raised healthy animals, mm-hmm. clean animals, happy animals. Yeah, you can take that pride makes me in happy. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, and I think, and I and I do um, try and honor the animal with the way I cook it, mm-hmm. right? Like, you and know, using every last bit of it. Like, uh, you so I about, render right? my like fat. Yeah, so I render yeah. fat, and I make, and I use lard to cook with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also make like soap. Oh. And I make hand cream with lard. And what? Yeah. That's so tallow cool. is So sheep tallow actually has, uh, I'm not really great with the science on it, but there's cellular, the, uh, I can't remember, but it's close to humans, so you actually absorb it quite well. Okay. Interesting. So yeah, so it actually, and I have terrible hands because I work with my hands. Right, yeah. Um, hands, and yeah. and it, I actually find it's the only thing that's Really? Safe. Yeah, and I used to buy it from a place outside of Kingston, and it was a tallow whip tallow okay and and, I, and so i was like well i can make that it's just a <laughs> recipe but that you don't eat yeah that's a, and that's where you your learning came in you're yeah. like i'm gonna research I'm gonna this, make this. <laughs> so yeah so we and we use everything and i eat organ meat and i save all the chicken when i do chickens i save all the wow and i make chicken liver pate and and i have a friend who'll eat hearts and like yeah. i really waste nothing wow if i can if i can avoid it and i have a friend who'll eat tongue and okay. so and i was like if you're butchering send it my way because i know somebody who'll yeah. eat it does not need to go into the incinerator mm-hmm. Yeah, because lots of people just don't eat tongue and organ meat. Right, and, but yeah, yeah, that's so we eat a lot of pate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's delish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's super cool. You mentioned like um like kind of like one last question kind of sure. before. Yeah. I know I'm, I'm no 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 we're doing no, great. This is yeah this great. is uh, um so you talked about like your like the hand cream and like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So is that like I don't know maybe this is dumb but does that come from like the milk like what does that come from like where uh, no, so uh, there's diff- many different ways to make okay. things like that. And so I know a lot of people with goats do like goat milk. Yes, because like, I've had hand cream like that before. Yeah. And it was awesome. So I, I actually make it and it's, it's um, so I make it like a whipped tallow. So it's okay. it's, sh- it's lamb tallow. Uh, I use pork l- pork fat as well. So it's oh. all rendered. And then it's, so it's, it's clean and pure. It's, there's no smell. There's no. Right. And then I use shea butter and there's, you know, there's recipes all over yeah, the place. Yeah, the, the classic and then, stuff. And then actually in my KitchenAid mixer and I whip it. And really? then and I add essential oil, so I have one that smells like cedar. Oh, cool. that's yeah. so cool! And I just, yeah, and that I, is amazing. So you really are using like every last yeah, bit of it. I use every last bit of my animals. Wow! And I save bones. I'm like, I'll take that because the dogs will eat that. Right, right. I'll oh. make stock out of that. Oh my goodness, that you're really cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> and I, I learned how to make sausage, and so then it was like. <laughs> So I was, you know, bought some equipment and so just like, I'm yeah. going to make sausage. I'm going to make lamb sausage. I'm going to make pork sausage. I think every time we talk, we're like, you're trying something else new. You're yep. like, oh, we went, we're doing this now. I'm like, what the <laughs> heck? I can't keep up. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> That's hell? so amazing. So I, like, I guess my last question would be um, to plug yourself. Like if you have, yeah. if you use your farm, have a name, do you sell online? So like if you, I have the best of intentions. (laughs) (laughs) I am not techie. I do not have any marketing skill sets. I know I'm in a room full of people with marketing (laughs) skill sets. (laughs) Um, So my farm name is Split Willow Farm. Um, And we've kind of, we've gone through a bunch of them, but we actually have these two beautiful willows last year in the storm, you and Lauren, everybody, we had all over the community neighbors came over and our tree came down that big storm last May. And so I posted something like, oh, here we go. I was on Facebook like, Heading out with the chainsaw. This is going to be a long day. <laughs> and 10 people showed up. Like, it oh, was amazing. That's yeah. so nice. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. And it split our willow. Oh. And yeah. so, and it's a, like a 100-year-old. These, It's a white willow. Oh. We have two of them. And, and then the ice storm has brought more of it willow down. Willow are my favorite trees. I know. <laughs> so, we're split willow farm. Oh. And, so I, I like um, um, 
we do i don't ha- we do have a website it has nothing on it like i <laughs> i mean you can go check I'm, it out but it's, i'm terrible um my goal is to actually get my button gear and you know so i generally sell the people and because i'm not large scale right yeah. so it's i like generally sell the people like like i uh, say yep send out emails like okay we got sheep coming and mm-hmm. who wants what and right and then it's like okay well that's everybody Right, right. Yeah. It's like because we're so not big a lot enough of word to of mouth and just and friends, then family. and then I send out an email, kind of. We got turkeys, we got chickens, right. we got yeah. And what? so, if you want to hear more from Kelly, Sorry. send us. Yeah, you can <laughs> send <laughs> us a question. Yeah, and we'll have to have her back on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the Ruach Farm. You can yeah. go on <laughs> on but Instagram. You, you're on Facebook. And I'm on stuff. Facebook, yeah. and yeah, yeah. So that's super cool. Oh well, thank you so much for coming out. Oh, like I feel like I'm so excited about this today. I was at school telling <laughs> the kids I'm going to be on a podcast because I'm that cool. Yeah, <laughs> that is like, so cool. Crazy. You lady. have lots to <laughs> lots to say, and we have lots to learn. Like that's yeah. how every time we finish, I say to Emily last time, yeah. it's like every time we walk away from a conversation, I'm like, oh, I learned something new. Yeah. So yeah. Literally, I. I this is crazy for me because I'm not a farmer, and so like my mind is blown literally every time we do this, and I'm like, I just learned so much, and then like we haven't talked about sheep before and now we're yep. we, i just um. know things about sheep now like well and and it was interesting because like you guys were away yeah and i got a call from marissa yeah your sister like <laughs> and she's like we have a piglet that's not I'm like i'm coming over yeah <laughs> bring my doctor box <laughs> yeah yeah, that's so, yeah cool. so it's super helpful to have community mm-hmm. support like yeah in this like especially since it's not our full-time game yeah, no. like, you need that and you can't know everything exactly no, yeah you yeah. don't need to right no and you learn as you go yeah yeah that's so amazing well well, thank you so much for being here thanks we for having really me. appreciate this is so yeah. much fun we like really appreciate you being our first guest and being our guinea pig with our new <laughs> mic and everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it won't be our first and last guest yeah so hopefully we seem to go pretty well yeah. i don't know though <laughs> well thank you guys so much for listening again um again we release podcasts every two weeks so um yeah so next time we're going to be talking about specific updates about the farm and uh like about ruach farm and uh kind of like what's happening um on there yeah real time what's i wrote down a couple things that's happened over the last couple weeks so that we could talk about it as yeah. like it's coming up and we'll get into a little bit more businessy stuff so as kelly was saying like there's a lot of like stuff you deal with day to day but there's also a business side of it and so we'll get into a little bit more about like what we do to Mm-hmm. to make all of our day-to-day stuff happen in the behind the scenes that's awesome yeah and uh, make sure to follow us on instagram and on facebook at rock farm it's r-u-a-c-h and then farm f-a-r-m yeah and uh yeah we'll see you guys in uh two weeks and thank you again kelly so much for being here yeah, oh this is awesome. fantastic thank you <laughs> thanks right. guys bye right, bye, bye.